to season two, episode 16 of Dad's Right. It's the pre-Christmas episode. And Merry Christmas to all who celebrate. Happy holidays to all others. Again, as always, we have good times, bad times. And my first good time is President-elect Joe Biden has got the COVID-19 vaccine in the U.S., which I guess would be the Pfizer one, right? Because that was the only one approved till just recently? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see... Did Kamala Harris get it? Do you know? I don't know. Maybe she just didn't do it on television maybe she's afraid of needles <laughs> she said a while back that if uh if the health agencies approved it then she would get it but yeah i mean joe biden is probably first in likes he's in a high risk category yeah elderly Old. yes <laughs> so yeah that's good and speaking of which how many more days until until joe biden's president about a month just under a month yeah because it's january 20th and today's december 21st so Trump's last month. We'll see. <laughs> Don't count him out yet. Well, without the backing of the Senate, I think. I think that was his last line of defense. But anyway, the good news is Joe Biden got the vaccine. They're they're getting it in the U.S. You know who else I saw got the vaccine? Ian McKellen. Oh, he did it on television as well? Yeah, I believe so. So did somebody else. Putin, maybe? <laughs> I can't remember. Somebody else got it on TV. Oh, Pence. Did Pence get it? He got it on TV. Oh, did Trump get it? I, I don't know. Not on TV. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, he's still uh, hanging out. He's still sad about losing. Yeah, that's so what he doesn't me. come out and make appearances yet. <laughs> and then next is also on the vaccine front. Uh, the U.S. approved the Moderna vaccine, which is good. It hasn't assuming been. It works. It hasn't here yet, right? Health Canada hasn't said yes. No. And I was thinking earlier this week, as I was, I've thought about it a few times now. I don't know, even if my country, even if Canada approved a vaccine, if we were the only one in the world to have approved it, I might wait till at least one other country approved it. And like, you know, like a real country, not like Russia or something. <laughs> You'd wait for the UK or the US to approve it as well. I don't know if I'd want to be the only country that's approved it, because that would make me like, what are other countries seeing that we're either not seeing or ignoring? Yeah, but it, I mean, everybody's approved the Pfizer one. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think the Pfizer is the way to go right now. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how the Moderna goes. That's all I have. What do you got? Well, I mean, a lot probably don't consider this good times, but I do. Newsmax, who is, is there a conservative media outlet? And to some extent, also Fox News had to do the same thing, but they had to issue clarification on Monday about claims they've made about the voting software. What's it called? Superman, not Superman. Um, Starts with an S. Uh, wasn't it a Diamond something? Uh, I didn't no, think Dominion I... was one of them, and then the other one was Smartmatic. Yeah, that's what it was. So anyway, uh, they they issued a statement saying Newsmax would like Newsmax would like to clarify its news coverage and note it had not reported as tr- certain claims as true certain claims made about these companies the outlet said so so the host one of the hosts of one of their shows read it out loud there are several facts our viewers and readers should be aware 
Newsmax has found no evidence either Dominion or Smartmatic owns the other or has any business association with each other because they've said they were in league with each other and they used them to flip votes and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So eventually Smartmatic said, I've had enough, and they've threatened to sue everybody that said that. (laughs) So Fox had to retract and Newsmax had to retract. So uh, I find that satisfying. I, to I to do me, as it's well. a good time, especially since they had to read it off. I think that's funny. But I just also thought it was would like to clarify its news coverage and note it has not reported as true certain claims. <laughs> so they're just saying, yeah, we just say whatever we want on the news. It's not news. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. It's a bit like, and the other thing that I'd I'd like to see. I mean, did we talk about the Dr. Jill Biden thing last week? I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or... I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. No, I don't think so either. I, I, Off the top of my head, I'm like, well, who else uses it? But there, there's been a few. I mean, of note, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King yeah. was not a medical doctor. Dr. Henry Kissinger was not a medical doctor. And uh, nobody seemed to complain about those two using it. Yeah. And just, I, I don't know if you've heard Tucker, Tucker Carlson's... Uh, Ravings? Yeah, about about this, where he's like, you know, we're bringing you to the best doctor that's out there, and it's Dr. Jill Biden, and she's not an MD, and you die because you've had a heart attack. Like, it's just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And, like and, everything and really, else. who, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not 100% sure it's because she's a woman it might be it's because she's a woman i think i think it's because they are attacking the they're just attacking and that's all they got like how they attacked uh, obama on his tan suit yeah and, and, and michelle obama on her sleeveless dress yeah they're just like, they're just attacking and that's that's what they got that's it's all they have it's it's lame it's ridiculous yeah i'm not sure if if let's say the woman let's say jill biden was president and Joe Biden was the one that was saying doctor and he's a doctor of English. Do you think they wouldn't say he shouldn't say it? I think they probably would. Yeah, you know what? Probably. Maybe I'm wrong. I think I, no, I well I, I probably makes it easier for a lot of them that she's a woman, but either yeah. way, either way, it's just who cares? She worked to get her doctorate. It I don't think it's confusing. I don't I don't I don't know. I mean, if I if I spent all those years in school, I'd probably do it too. Yeah, I, I think I don't know. Although, uh, um, I this is not you know I I if 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 Doctor Jill Biden wants to be called Doctor Jill Biden, then I'll call her Doctor Jill Biden, whatever. But I did I had a psychology prof in my first years of university who had a doctorate, and he said that. Um, if we were ever to address him, never to call him doctor, because he believed that if somebody was choking on an airplane and somebody said, is there a doctor here, and you wouldn't stand up, then you shouldn't call yourself doctor. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of where I, I kind of, I, I sort of am, I was on that side until I heard Tucker Carlson try to defend his position. And that <laughs> until moved me, you saw it that moved Tucker me squarely Carlson to the, to, no, I mean. Oh, I must be wrong then. <laughs> It just moved me. It's just just so ridiculous that I. It just moved me squarely to the other side. Like, who cares? It is, but a good... I, I do agree that I, I, that was my initial thought. Was uh, you normally think of a doctor as a medical doctor? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I know whatever she wants to be called. Absolutely, that is a good general metric, though. If you find yourself 
if you take a position then you hear tucker carlson agrees with you you're probably wrong <laughs> it's time to rethink we had different reasons for for having that position though yes no i'm sure anyway that's not it's kind of drifted from good times there <laughs> oh go ahead bad times ah bad times already short good times that's depressing so first off for my bad times 904 Albertans died in the first 10 months of 2020 from opioid overdoses. It is the highest of any year since tracking began in 2016, beating the previous record of uh, 2018, which was uh, in the uh, mid-800s. Sorry? What? The mid-800s? Yeah. Like 854 deaths. Oh, I thought you meant the year, 800. <laughs> no. Like that, I don't think they had opioids, and they, you said they only started tracking in 2016. <laughs> no, yes. Do thou no. have some drugs? <laughs> I think it would have been even more uh, uh, archaic than that. But, uh, I, I mean, this, I find it very depressing because I think the opioid, dare I use the word pandemic, that Canada's been dealing with for well many years now but seriously for four years i think if you're just talking Um, about canada you have to say epidemic it's i think globally is a pandemic that's fair enough epidemic is uh i mean the fact that it's still going on is uh it just hasn't been given enough attention and the fact that in alberta we now have a government that is closing safe injection sites which have been proven time and time again to help reduce opioid deaths and encourage recovery from drug addictions is um is just it's devastating and speaking of the government alberta this is from a cbc news article premier jason kenney said friday he believes public health restrictions the government used to manage the earlier days of the covid19 pandemic are at least partly to blame for such quote unintended consequences Those decisions, they weigh heavily on me and everyone around our cabinet table, unquote. He said Indigenous peoples have been particularly susceptible to overdose deaths this year. uh, Now, that may be partly true. Uh, Opioid deaths are up across the country. Before the virus that causes COVID-19 arrived in Alberta, the government data shows that the grip of the opioid crisis was loosening. In 2019, the number of fatal overdoses began to decrease, and the number of emergency medical services calls calls invoking opioids was dropping. I think it's important to note that maybe it's just uh, COVID-19, but I would say that's just a quickly made correlation. I think that, like that's not based on a study, because another thing that happened in 2019, it was April 2019, the UCP took over the government from the NDP. And the NDP was doing quite a few things to try to reduce the uh, opioid deaths. So that's kind of like how Trump inherited a strong economy from Obama and then started to take the credit. So maybe it was COVID. I'm sure it was partly COVID, but there are other factors. In March, those downward trends reversed sharply. At the same time, attendance at supervised consumption sites dropped. As the, and then the services were temporarily suspended and then subjected to really harsh criticism and occupancy limits of the first wave of the pandemic. And then Kenny also placed blame on the federal government's CERB benefit. He said some people with addictions use the money to buy illicit drugs, but he also said people need a basic income to survive and isn't sure how a government could have stopped anyone from using the benefit for drugs. So 
it's not my fault. It's the federal government, but no one could have done any better, but it's also not my fault. I imagine being stuck in lockdown did have an impact. If, if I mean, you probably just look like sort of January, February, March, and then April, May, June, and what's the difference? Yeah, I, and I'm sure those studies will be done eventually. And I know I'm sure it did have an impact as well. Because people, you know, if, if you're if it, you have depression or whatever and you use this to deal with the depression you know if you're addicted because of depression uh, being isolated is not a good treatment for for no, depression no not at all I, I am positive it had an impact probably quite a severe one but what annoys me is that the ucp is going to be able to place a lot of the blame on the pandemic when probably many lives could have been saved if they had done more to to actually combat the crisis. I mean, you look at right-wing governments across the world, they generally don't handle drug problems very well. In the Philippines, you can get shot in the street, which is not a good recovery plan. It's 100% effective. (laughs) Ronald Reagan's war on drugs, that was a total waste of time and money and put uh, was really bad for minorities committing minor offenses. Like, that was just a disaster. And then now you see, you know, Jason Kenney in Alberta uh, closing supervised consumption sites because he decided that multiple studies were wrong in his feelings and uh, his perception of the world was more accurate than science. Did The article said temporarily closed. They Before the pandemic, they went on a, a, a ton of... Uh, a bit of a spree of closing down a whole bunch so that there are many fewer in all the big cities. Some are still open. Uh, Doug Ford, I think, did the same thing, closed a bunch of supervised consumption sites before the pandemic ever came out because they were given such ridiculous standards that they couldn't make them without the funding that the province was not willing to give them. You know, it was seen as a way to save money. And a part of me just really thinks that these types of governments value the lives of people who have addictions less than than they do saving money. Well, it's 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 like any healthcare. I mean, it's part of healthcare. Addictions are a health issue; it should be covered by the government. But exactly. Uh, but the uh, and also, if you're if you're gonna, I also don't understand shutting some of them or even most of them. If you're going to have any, you might as well have enough to service everybody. Yeah. If you believe they're wrong, then shut them all down. Like one well, or the other. It's, like, it's why, a bit of a why con- open a few? It doesn't make any sense. It's a bit of a conservative strategy to shut a, shut a few down in the name of saving money and then don't fund the other ones anymore so they get overwhelmed. It looks like it's not working. And then you can say it doesn't work and you can just shut down the entire thing entirely. Uh, conservatives have been doing that for decades. Big, big, big. And Brian Mulroney... Uh, government. That's what they did a lot. But people really, they don't understand supervised consumption sites. I think a lot of people think that it's a place where people go to get free drugs based from taxes. That's not what it is. It is a place where you can go to get safe needles, where they have medical uh, uh, a team on standby if somebody overdoses to look after them. But it's not just a waiting room where you can do drugs. There are people there. There are counselors. There are doctors. While you're doing that, they are encouraging you to get help. They're, you know, pushing you towards that. And uh, it, it saves lives and it does help people recover. Like, those are just facts. 
and uh, it annoys me when people are like, well, I don't agree with that. Well, I don't care. You don't get to agree or disagree with a fact. But so yeah, that's they treat the people while they're there. It's not a it's not a, a factory of injections. Yeah, exactly. And you get them to come in where you can interact with them. Yeah, and treat them versus them doing it in their house or on the street in an alley with dirty needles yeah, which is gonna which eventually costs the province or country more anyway absolutely it does so it's 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 a silly argument that it should have been over a long time ago it's it saves money and it saves the people i, I don't know i thought it was pretty well proven but it is pretty well proven but that's never stopped conservatives from disagreeing with something uh, but moving on to more bad news the Trans Mountain Pipeline has shut down, voluntarily shut down construction after several safety breaches that has resulted in the death of at least one worker, possibly more. Uh, I'm, I'm possibly more? They probably know. I don't know. But I, I saw the in the article that I read, they talked about one death specifically, but, but there have been several incidents. Talked about several incidents and then one specific death, but so maybe there was more than one death and that was just the most They were probably one. just working really quick because they know they only have... 29 more days before it gets shut down anyway yeah well we'll see this i mean uh, no one to quit man like they this project keeps getting delayed and running into problems and uh not that i'm happy about any anybody gets hurt or died but you know i don't want this project to go forward but like this but it's it's going through hell like they've been trying to get this thing built for what six years yeah well now it's a lot it been, just been a lot of employment obstacle after another yeah but when those people die from climate change, I'm sure they would rather have just had another job. Yeah, but it's not going to get built, so it doesn't matter. It created all <laughs> great employment for six years, and in the end, it doesn't get built. <laughs> I hope so. I hope Joe Biden decides, keeps his promise to, to rescind it. We will see if he does. And then uh, the actor who played the original Boba Fett in the uh, uh, Star Wars the original trilogy has passed away at the age of 75. You know, he did not have a ton of lines or screen time in uh, in the original trilogy, but he was obviously a favorite. Uh, the actor's name was Jeremy Bullock. You know, he, he brought to life uh, a character that is beloved and, you know, was beloved so much he's been brought back for, spoiler alert, for The Mandalorian. He's been brought back to the Mandalorian. He's around, currently being played by Tamara Morrison, who played Jango Fett and the clones in Attack the Clones and then Revenge of the Sith. So that's sad. That's bad news. Yep. But 75 is a good age. It's not bad. It's not, yeah, not bad at all. So what what did he die of? Uh, I didn't see. Presumably some sort of old age thing. It wasn't COVID. I don't, I, I don't imagine so. To be honest, I only read the headline. Oh. But I feel like if it was COVID, it would have said COVID. It would have been a bigger headline. Yeah. And then the last thing is I have under bad news. You know what? Just edit this part out. I'm going to put it in all over the world. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I my bad times is short. That's good. Yep. Ontario announced today it's going into lockdown at 12.01 on December 26th to january 23rd so it's a 26 or 7 or 8 day lockdown i can't remember it'll be similar to the march lockdown with only essential services being open and 
I guess it's necessary to, to stem the tide of patients flooding the hospital rooms, but it's just depressing. Couldn't we just have worn masks and stayed home for the most part over the last, since, since we came out of it last time? It just feels like a big step backwards. Yeah, and I mean, in essence, it is. Hopefully, this will be the last one as, you know, hopefully it'll push down COVID numbers. And then as, you know, it slowly gets lifted, more and more people get vaccinated until I'm hoping, my hope, is that everyone is um, vaccinated by May. Everyone who will be willing to get a vaccine. Yeah, I'd I'd be shocked if people, everybody was done by May, but I guess we'll see. Well, I hope most people are done by May. I hope to be vaccinated by May. If that happens, then I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) You're last on the vaccine list. I, yeah, like, so. literally last. <laughs> I'm sure there I there must be somebody after, later than me. I don't know. You're a young guy in good, like, good health. Well, that's debatable. <laughs> I, I don't think you're, I don't think you're going to be, <laughs> I don't think you'll be getting the vaccine anytime soon. Yeah, I, yeah, because it'll probably be the elderly and then the very young, and then probably like back to, and then work your way down. I just think it's going to work its way down. I don't think they'll go to the very young next. You don't think so? Why not? Like how young are you talking? School age kids? Yeah, and they can go back to school. They already are back to school, and they ah. they kind of don't get affected by it as a general rule. Like 99.999% don't get affected, whereas... You know, people in there, as you as you get older, it affects you more. Yeah. Unless you have pre-existing conditions. So, somebody who's obviously, you got the, say, say the 70 and ups and the frontline workers that are getting it right now. Yes. And then, and then pro- after that, it'll probably be people with diabetes and lung issues and health issues, what regardless of age. Yeah. And then after that, it'll probably be like 50 to 70. But, uh, yeah, no, you're, you're right, but... It also could be, you know, that we get like just like a ton, like a dump load of vaccines at some point, and could be. But it also there also the needs it. It also needs to be in order. Like you can't just you can't just have everybody lining up and in line for the vaccine. There yeah, also needs to be some not, sort of. Yeah, but if we're not waiting, like you could probably vaccinate a lot of people every day. Yeah. If yeah. if we if have you, just if you like have the, the vaccines. vaccines, yeah. And you said that uh, Trudeau ordered a bunch, right? Because of the uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, they are coming, but they I don't think they're going to come in one lump sum. I, I think they'll probably trickle in here, maybe more than a trickle, but <laughs> you know, I don't I don't think I don't think we'll get whatever 40 million doses all of a sudden. Yeah. dumped in our doorstep. Here you go. It'd be nice, but It would be. I I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> There's a Right, all over the world. I know that it's not this song, but I still hear that yellow all over the world. So you say yeah. it all over the world, and that starts playing in my head, and I kind of do a little jam. Yeah, that's not the song. I know it's not, but it is for me in my head. Okay. <laughs> it uh, is yellow, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. It's not Olivia Newton-John. I don't think so. Okay. There, well, it's funny because all over the world comes before TNT, and in TNT, which is coming up, spoiler alert, we talk about a, a new strand of COVID 
in Britain and, and why Trudeau's blocked flights from there. But in all over the world, I have Italy now has a patient with the new strain of the coronavirus. But but it, it sort of like doesn't have much background because I was going to talk about it in TNT. But this one comes first. So I, and I don't want to talk about it just saying Italy has it because it started in Britain. Yeah. So there's a new strain of the coronavirus that started in Britain, <laughs> and apparently it's it's more contagious. So that's good, because because this one wasn't quite contagious enough. No. And and now, I've been saying this whole pandemic, we need a more contagious version of this. Yeah. And now uh, it's made its way to Italy. Uh, oh. There's got to be some countries between Britain and Italy that flights, man. Yeah, I guess. But it's too late. We all have. It's in every country. That's what happened last time, you know? They oh, sh- yeah. Well, well, actually, it, it didn't. It was in every country before anybody locked it. It was in every country in 2019. Yeah, I know. And I'm sure this one has been in every country for a few months now. Probably. I it's. I mean, it's done, man. You, you, as soon as you've caught it, it's, it's been too, around yeah. for, like, at least two months. Probably. And so it, we locked down. It's you, probably aren't ca- you probably didn't catch the first patient. Yeah, no. Oh, man. And Why... It, Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm switch. I'm switching. So if you oh, have some okay. more to say on this, knock yourself. Out. It makes me nervous that. Are you still going to talk about this in TNT? Yeah, I'll, I'll hold off. Okay. <laughs> Something I meant to talk about last week, but forgot about. Amazingly, because it's probably the best story. Yeah. So there's a there's a retired Israeli general, uh, Hayim Ashed, mm. who has come out. And and he served as the head of the country's space security program. I, I don't believe they call their space force. Really? No. Oh, I, I remember now what the Facebook article was it deleted. Was it about Space Force? Yeah. Remind oh. me when we get to TNT. Okay. Space Force. Space that's, Force. That's the cue I need. The TV show. Yeah. So anyway, he worked for the, the space program in Israel. And he came out and said that the United States and Israel have been dealing with aliens for years, and there is an underground bunker on Mars with human and alien representatives. Well, you know what? Is Israel is renowned for its space program. That's <laughs> what everybody knows Israel for. So I buy it, man. And if, if the U.S. had alien contacts, I, I, I totally think their first thought would be, you know who we need to contact? The Israelis. The, yeah, yeah. But also, the thing that makes me know that this is false is if Trump... Is everything? Is if Trump... <laughs> if Trump knew about this, which he would as president... Now nah, they'd keep it from him. He could not keep it a secret. <laughs> there is no way. He wouldn't be, oh, we got some big news on alien. I can't say anything. There's a base on Mars. I can't say anything. <laughs> a big news on aliens coming I- out. You'll be surprised. I wonder if once Trump is no longer the president, if he'll spill the beans on a bunch of crap. Uh, I don't think so. I think he would have already done it. I don't think there's. I don't think there's as many beans to spill as people think there are. Yeah, well, I mean, you see Obama in some interviews, and he says like, "Yeah, there's stuff I'm not allowed to talk about." There's, there's things that oh, like, yeah, for sure. There's there's military strategies and things like that, but I don't think there's as much. Did the CIA shoot JFK and, and you know things like that, like all these conspiracy? I just don't think there's what's in Area Fifty One. I, I don't think that's on the list of things Obama can't talk about. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we'll see. 
Um, it's weird. Why would he say this? Like, obviously, it's fake. Why would he come in? I'm, I'm assuming some sort of mental disorder. Oh, not not just like attention. Well, I don't think this gets you any sort of good attention. Yeah, but people who crave attention doesn't matter if it's good or bad. It's like Balloon Boy, remember? Yes, that was hilarious. Yes, I don't. I don't know. It's a good question. I, I assume, like I said, I just think I just think he's gone off the deep end. If this were a movie, he'd be right. Yeah, no. and then he'd be our hero in the end. Yeah, so, but it's not. Well, we'll see how it goes, you know? I No, he's wrong. You're right. I mean, if here's the thing. It goes back to the moon landing for me. People say, oh, the U.S. faked the moon landing. If the U.S. faked the moon landing, the Soviets would have let everyone know. Well, yeah, that's it. That's 100% right. And if the U.S. was on Mars, the Russians and the Chinese would have let everyone know. Yeah. No, it, it, it was a... It was a you can't you can't forget it. it was a space race right the russians yeah. were trying to get there well so if the russians got it, there they they won the space race in my opinion they didn't land they didn't land on the moon but they had the first satellite they had the first animal in space they had the first man in space they did the first full rotation of the earth of the man in space they had the first capsules in space like the only thing they didn't do first was get to the moon yeah but that's like saying the only thing you didn't do first was cross the finish line that's but who said that was the, that's just because the u.s kept moving the finish line because they missed the first four well, it seemed like that was the ultimate goal, was to get to the moon. The first real goal was get a man in space. Yeah. I, I, and that's do you, what... Do you think... Do, but I'll tell you, do you think... I think they probably... Do you think the Russians, like, have all the safety protocols that the Americans did? No, and it actually... It has come out that they... I can't remember... Like, there were technical rules set out that you had to meet to consider it a special space flight. And they tech, they cheated a little bit. Shocking. It came out. No, I, I, I think I don't think the modern Russians, but I think the Soviet Union probably did. Did what? Have the safety stuff in place? Nah, I don't know. I doubt it. They only sent important people up. Listen, if they were taking, you know, they only sent important people up. Vlad and Boris off the street, they wouldn't care. But they wanted these. They didn't want their astronaut dying up there. That would be bad. That would be very bad publicity. Yeah. That's probably true. And the Americans were watching, so yeah. they couldn't hide it, which is the exact same thing about the Americans landing on the moon. Yeah. You could, it's impossible to hide. The Russians would have let it out. Yeah. And these days, it w- I mean, maybe it wouldn't be the Russians, but definitely the Chinese, because we're almost in another Cold War with China. And uh, a study in Singapore has found that babies born to mothers that have COVID-19 have the antibodies. Oh. So that's good. Yeah. So that means we won't all die out. No. At least. Not of this. Yeah, well, give it a few more years. We'll think of something. Not of COVID. So that's good. And also out of Singapore. Big week for Singapore. It has been. It has been. A la- the the lab-grown chicken meat made its mm. debut in a Singapore restaurant. Lab-grown chicken meat. Mm. Now, I, as a vegetarian, would you eat that? As a vegetarian, yes. As a person, no. <laughs> Why not? Because it'd probably be gross. I've seen lab-grown meat. It looks disgusting. It looks like flabby... Oh, what's it called? Cartilage. No, but I think they it's probably... Like, that's the first attempt. The first iPhone wasn't that... You know what I mean? Like yeah. the first of oh, everything. once they get it better, I'll eat it. But I'm not having this first stuff served in a restaurant. No, I think... Man, like, I bet you this... Because really, there's... It's it's like it's like a lab-grown diamond. It's, it's chemically, that's what it is. Yeah. 
They just need to exercise it, maybe, to give it some tone. <laughs> maybe they should hook it up to uh, some sort of exercise machine. And- <laughs> Toss it on a treadmill. And every time he gets back to you, throw it to the top again. <laughs> Something like that. Splat. I was thinking one of those vibrating things. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but so as a vegetarian, that, that makes the cut? Uh, for me, yeah. Because, well, I, I mean, I think it depends... I don't see why it wouldn't for any vegetarian because people go vegetarian for many reasons. There are the um, meat is murder people, and if you're growing it, who are you murdering? Um, for me, it's a uh, it's a two pronged issue. It's the animal cruelty in factory farms, which obviously this doesn't have, and it's the environmental impact of the meat industry, which is one of the worst polluters. And I mean, I don't know the environmental impact, but I assume it's not that much. But uh, we'll see. If it was still too high, I probably wouldn't need it. I'm I'm fine. I've been getting on fine for almost uh, three years now without meat, so... I'm, but the I'm, people that are doing it for health reasons probably wouldn't need it, I guess. Probably not, no, no. Because it's still it's, meat. Yeah, yeah, if you're avoiding it because, like, you don't want to eat red meat for your heart... Um, well, it's but, not red meat, but... Yeah, but no, but they are also growing, like, beef and, like, yeah. specifically chicken, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't see why, why else would you... But why would you avoid poultry for health reasons? I don't know. I'm not a vegetarian. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're voting for health reasons, then absolutely. No, it doesn't matter. Then it's, you know, it's it's meat, so. And finally, well, finally for me anyway, the Belgian Secretary of State accidentally reveals EU vaccine prices uh, in, in an email or something, or Twitter oh. or something. I don't know where, but. Why is that bad? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's probably the, it's, it was probably a secret <laughs> why that should be public record i want to know how much my supranational government is spending on vaccines yeah i actually don't care how much i'm gonna want it anyway but i still want to know how stressed i want to be about the financial situation after i have the vaccine yeah well anyway it wasn't done on purpose it was an accident i don't know whether that should be or eventually would have been public i don't know but it, it became public too early Ah. And this is the second, wasn't it the, wasn't it a Belgian that had uh, their hack, their password hacked because they left a picture of Twitter from the EU last week? Wasn't that somebody from Belgium? That I that? think that was, yeah. it wasn't last week, it was a few weeks ago. Yeah. All those Belgians, man, geez, they're not doing, they hit them and it's a leaky faucet over there. Yeah, they, they're, they, they need to work on their IT security. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any all over the world? Well, we're in all over the world. I thought we were still in bad news. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. We moved. We did. Hey, all over the world, guys. I remember that happening now. I do have an all over the world. In the UK, uh, a young girl, nine-year-old Ella Kissy Deborah, uh, died in 2013. Uh, and, and recently, there was a, a ruling. The coroner ruled that... Air pollution contributed to the nine-year-old girl's death, giving it the primary cause, and so she will be the first known person to have been considered polluted to death. A new inquest into her death was found that air pollution in the neighborhood where she lived exceeded guidelines set by the World's Health Organization, and that this pollution, largely from traffic emissions, contributed to Ella's death. The coroner said, My conclusion is that air pollution made a material contribution to Ella's death, Ella died of asthma, contributed to by exposure to excessive air pollution. She lived 25 meters away from the South Circular Road, one of London's busiest and most congested stretches. 
in the borough of Lewisham. Lewisham. Uh, she'd regularly walk that stretch to get to school. In 2010, she was diagnosed with severe asthma, something that would take her to the hospital 27 times in the last years of her life. A 2014 inquest into her death found that the cause of death to be acute respiratory failure. The role of air pollution was not included in these proceedings. Um, but in the years that have passed, the health impacts of air pollution on the body have been more widely discussed and prompted Professor Stephen Holgate to research the matter further. He's a medical research council clinical professor at the University of Southampton, as well as a respiratory physician, and uh, that prompted, obviously, the new investigation. And I think that that should serve as a bit of a wake-up call. Air pollution is a real and present danger. And I would, I would say that, you know, Ella might be the first person in the Western world to have her have polluted listed on her death certificate, but she is far from the first person to have died due to pollution. I uh, uh, I've heard years ago, so I don't remember where from, but it's always stuck with me that it happens in the Middle East and in China, not uh, irregularly, especially with people who have uh, compromised lungs. You know, in these heavy smoggy areas, uh, it's it's. It's very, I mean, it's bad. Obviously, it's bad. It's horrible. And it is, you know, we talk about climate change as, as, as being deadly in the future. Well, it's deadly now. It was deadly seven years ago. Yeah, if you have bad lungs, you probably shouldn't live in a populated city. Which is ridiculous. You know, what if you can't afford to live anywhere else? Like you shouldn't, you, where you live shouldn't be limited to where your lungs can handle and, and uh, I mean, I just think, you know, right now it is the more compromised people, but eventually it's going to start doing the compromising and, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. No one's going to be safe in, in the heaviest, uh, hev- most heavily polluted places. I mean, you can go back to Industrial Revolution London. The working class was dying of respiratory illness from inhaling all that smog and smoke and stuff from all the machines all the time. Well, that's what we're headed to again, slowly but surely. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a lot of places are cleaning up their act, but a lot of places aren't. So you and no to, one is fast enough. You have to be. Uh, well, the problem is everybody takes advantage of the places that aren't they they say my backyard's fine but they buy all their products from places like india and china that pollute like crazy yeah anyway that's what i have all right tnt after a couple weeks with no trudeau i actually have one and it's hearkening back to a story we've already talked about trudeau has blocked flights from britain because of the new, more contagious COVID strain that has been identified there. So probably shutting the barn door after the horses have escaped, but a step you got to take, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you know, good, good. Now, oh yeah, there's, there was something I said I wanted to talk about. Uh, in So it's in Britain. In Italy. What? Yes, but it started in Britain. Have they The first case out- was caught in Britain. We don't okay. know where it started. Yeah. I am just nervous because Britain was like the first big country to start vaccinating and then it's got the super strand, first first country with the super well, strand. Uh, it's it's more contagious, but it's apparently still, sus- like it won't 
the vaccine will still get rid of it. I hope so. That's what they say. I hope so. That's suspicious. Britain sus. I, that's an Among Us reference, by the way. Oh. They're like saying a color because you have like only seconds to type messages when you're trying to figure out who it is. So instead of typing out suspicious, everyone puts sus. Ah. Uh. So like, and then you're talking about like everyone has like a different color. So you say like red sus. Right. Britain sus. Something's going on there. I know our viewership is largely older, so I feel like I need to explain the hip references that I make. Yes, all of them. <laughs> they I, well, I don't, I don't know that this person had the vaccine. I think it was, I think it, I think it. Well, I don't know. I don't know the timeline. I'm not sure exactly. Ah, uh, they probably didn't. It would probably be a big part of the article if the person had the vaccine. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they didn't have the vaccine, but I, I don't think it's mutated because of the vaccine. Which yeah. I figured, what you, that's what you were sort of. Yeah, I was on some there. sort of connection. Probably not. It's probably fine, but it still makes me attack. I'm, I'm surprised it took this long to find a mutated strain, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's, yeah, That's all I got for Trudeau. Uh, I have a few things. Um, first and foremost, last week I was talking about a woman who uh, said she had to pay back like $18,000 by the end of the month, something like that, yeah? Yeah. Trudeau said in an interview recently that... The CRA gave unclear CERB instructions to the public. They said that CRA employees were given unclear instructions, and then the CRA employees passed those instructions on to the public. So he admitted it wasn't clear. And then he said, if you have been told that you need to pay back CERB, don't worry about it. He said, if you have a letter that says you got to pay it back by December 31st, don't worry about it. He doesn't want people to worry about it over Christmas. He said the government's willing to work with people to deal with it in the new year. And he was asked if they were going to take the letters back. And he said they will take it on a case-by-case basis. Yeah, good. And he yeah. must have listened to our podcast last I, I week. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the way to go. And I'm glad to hear him say that. And I hope that people don't have to worry about it, you know, because I really think most people probably needed it. I, I yeah and, but yeah like i said but definitely investigate the people that they think might be fraudulent yeah absolutely and that's why you take it case by case yeah, but for sure and and the people who how else would you take it defraud the government a dozen cases worry. at a time <laughs> yeah. like i don't understand that but yeah but no that's i mean good good for him i'm glad i'm glad he came out and he said that and i hope that you know the people who clearly need it like the one like the one we talked about last week i hope she's able to keep the money I think she probably deserved it. Hopefully that goes well. And I hope they find the fraudulent cases and make them pay back the money. We we need it. Yeah. As a country. It's, and it's, you know, <laughs> I just don't think it's a big, It's it wasn't on a, it was a lot of money for the country. It wasn't a lot of money for an individual. And if somebody got an extra 500 bucks a month or something than what they would have made from their business, who cares? Yeah, I tend to agree. Like it's it's just is it worth how much are you paying these people to go get that money back? Yeah. Like it's not, you know what I mean? Like it's identify the people that absolutely or that did it fraudulently and don't spend a lot of time on people like the cut cake shop maker. It's just not worth it. Yeah, and it's like you said it's probably bleeding more money than they're ever hoping to earn back if they do that. Yeah. He also said, this is unrelated. He said he's not wanting one, but he's ready for an election. Right. He also said he thinks he might have had COVID. Really? Yeah. 
When? In an interview. He said he's, he may have. His There's wife, a good chance he had it. His wife had COVID. Yep. So maybe he gave it to her. Or vice versa. Well, no, because he got tested after she was tested positive. Mm, yeah, maybe. So it had to have been... That's interesting. Uh, that must have all been the same interview. I think he did a very wide-ranging You could interview. do... I mean, he could take the antibody test and, and know if he had COVID, but... Anyway. Yeah. I guess it doesn't uh, really matter. No, I mean, either if, you know, you'll just know if he gets sick. But, um, yeah, I mean, election, that's a bad, that's, I think we just need to stop talking about it or we might manifest it. But, like, I feel like everyone, you know, minority parliaments, everyone's asking about it, but. Yeah, I just still don't see it happening until the NDP NDP get the finances in order, which will take until the regular election date anyway <laughs> i think if this if this minority government lasts four years it might be a first in canadian history yeah, i think it will I, I i mean maybe it'll only be three and a half but i just i just why would why would the ndp put themselves in a position where they're gonna lose seats and they don't have the money to run an Our, election and- well polling puts the ndp gaining seats and actually putting them back in a third party above the block and that is that's not that is the 338 canada polling which is as you know, been very accurate. So it's not just polling, it's like the algorithm. So, you know, they might they might be willing to, after the pandemic's over, throw themselves and hope to pick up 10 seats, which is what, what they're looking at. What is the point of that for them, though, really? Uh, I don't know. Puts them If they puts them in third-party status, it makes them seem more impressive. They get a bronze medal? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But but the, I mean you also have to think like when has the NDP ever gone into an election with their finances in order? Yeah, fair enough. Like they normally I think well yeah, that's probably true. They consistently under fundraise. Yeah. I I I just think the longer they wait the better it is for them. So why would they And and the as best long as best they case scenario at the time. Best case scenario, they right now they have a little bit of push with the government. If if the conservatives win or the liberals get a majority, they have none. Yeah, that's true. So this is the that's best true. case. This is the most influence they're going to have over the government for probably the next seven years. Like this three years and then the following four. Yeah. So why would they call an election? Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I doubt it. But, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe the government will do something that they just can't stand. Maybe. All right. Moving on. Trump. Trump. The Electoral College has voted, and Biden is uh, the president-elect, apparently. He got all 306 electors that should have voted for him voted for him, and Mitch McConnell finally congratulated Biden on his win after the Electoral College uh, finally voted. That's what everyone was waiting for. The, That's what we all really cared about. There's a couple of other responses to from Republican senators when asked if Joe Biden was the president-elect that are ridiculous. You should I'll look them up. The one, one is like... like super so, rambling. Yeah. And, and, I don't know if you could ever call anyone president-elect <laughs> if that is an official term, but after such, the Electoral College vote seems to be the appropriate time that such a title would be aptly placed or something like that. Just insane. <laughs> Just yeah. the answer is yes. Yeah, it is. That is the answer. I mean, there's no going back now. The like, like, you can't. Like, it's happened. You know, you can't yeah. overturn it anymore. No. It well, they they still feel that they can. Apparently, uh, there's another set of electors that voted in the states that they hope to overturn, and what? then if they can, and then those electors, yeah, this, uh, 
apparently there's another set of electors in the states that they hope to overturn. It's just theater now. Yeah, oh, it's been theater for a month. Yeah, but it had it also was the aspect of like technically it's not over yet, you know, like technically the electoral college hasn't voted, so technically things can change. But it's voted, it's signed, sealed, delivered, you know? Yeah. It's so it's it is pure pure theater now. Um we've talked about this before and you know the late night shows talk about this as well, but Mike Pence quiet still. All quiet on the pestern front. And I think yeah, he's trying to preserve his own political future probably yep well he speaking of pence he has announced that the men and women of the space force will be known as guardians oh jeez. he the only part he missed is of the galaxy (laughs) and i don't know how he missed it it was right there was right there i hope joe biden shuts the whole thing down or at very least changes the name yeah it's a ridiculous name what's a better name uh starfleet just what what there was there was a what if we go back to the israeli one uh head of the country security space security program space security program that's not bad the ssp but like i mean it's same for you know like the air force yeah is it any more stupid a name than Air Force? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Why? Uh, it just sounds like a bad TV show. Which it is. <laughs> no, it's a good TV show. It was an all right TV show. I enjoyed it. Okay, well. But either way, the Guardians? Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Come on. That's like, that's like I had to make sure I wasn't reading. Novel. I had to make sure I wasn't reading the Beaverton. Did, okay. Does he not watch Marvel? So Mike Pence, evil man horrific human being but i take him to be somewhat serious so how did he deliver this with a straight face i don't know i don't know although you know what i think he only has a straight face i don't think he ever expresses anything on his face so he's really the perfect delivery guy for anything like because he can just get no reaction he's the straight man <laughs> he is the aggressively straight man I, I, and he wants everybody to know how straight of a man he is it feels like it feels like they're setting up it feels like he's getting paid by the space force tv show <laughs> like he called steve Carell and said listen i need to name the people that work for the space force what do you want me to call them and steve Carell said the guardians of the galaxy and he said i can't do that but how about just guardians it's like yeah okay that we can work with that okay so we have soldiers pilots uh seamen and guardians guardians might be a better name than seamen still <laughs> maybe <laughs> and there was there was a little bit of a hacking that took place a in hacking. the u.s yes like computer hacking hacks? computer oh, hacking okay that's different yeah and trump trump came out and blamed he he kind of blamed china but this was after mike pompeo said it was obviously russia and now Barr has come out and said it's obviously russia <laughs> so everybody is everybody is saying it's russia but trump's like we don't know that it was russia so he's still uh, hoping to be on the putin payroll yeah once uh, well, once he's he needs, out of the white house he needs putin's help in 2024 he needs he needs well and he needs a place to live maybe he'll go live in russia maybe he can't he's, he's he can't go to mar lago to florida yeah but he can't go to mar lago why 
because in 2014 or somewhere around there, he changed the property type from a private residence to a rental thing, and now the residents don't want him to live there. And they're saying you can't live here. It's not a private. It's not your private residence anymore. So he got kicked out of the White House, and he got he got out voted of out of the White House. Then he got voted out of Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he needs. He'll. I'm sure Putin will give him a nice uh, place in Russia. Um, that's good. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, and uh, also Barr has said. There's no need for a special counsel for Hunter Biden or for election fraud. Yeah. So I, I don't know what's going on with Bill Barr right now. He was Not, like such a... Is it a Bill Barr? Ba- yeah, Bill Barr. Okay. William Barr. Isn't... What's the comedian's name? Isn't it also Bill Barr? Uh, no. No, it's something Burr. Burr. Bill. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Anyway, he's... Uh, I don't know what's come over him over the last three days maybe maybe he was visited by some christmas spirits maybe he was maybe he's just drunk maybe he started maybe he started <laughs> using eggnog. started using some sort of drugs i don't know but he's but, all hyped up on hydroxychloroquine or maybe it's just because he's quit and he just doesn't care anymore so one of those things yeah it's got to be something and and in one final one final trump point trump is looking for an airport to be named after him I think we could probably, out of all the airports in the States, I'm thinking somewhere there is an appropriate airport. LaGuardia is supposedly disgusting. Yeah, or, yeah, some, I mean, it's probably too big, though. Like, it needs to be a tiny airport. Because LaGuardia so. is still big enough and in a major enough city that he'd probably be happy. Like, it would feed his ego. Maybe, like, some crop-dusting airfield yeah, in the backwoods of Wyoming. This is what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they'd be happy to name it after him. Exactly, it's yeah. a win-win. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the Guantanamo Bay one. <laughs> yeah, that might work. <laughs> that might work. Yeah. Um, any, yeah. if you have any ideas about which airfield in the United States should be named after President Trump, drop us a line. Dad's Right Podcast at gmail dot com. Can't wait for all the emails because yes. it works every time. Floods. We get, Floods. That's why we never talk about it. It's just too much. It really is. We're sorry we haven't responded to all the emails. <laughs> anyone, we just don't have time to get to them all. <laughs> anyone from Ohio? Uh, sent us an email? Yeah. Oh, right. Last time we asked. Yeah. Uh, any state that we didn't know people from. Yeah. Yeah, no. I think so. <laughs> It'd be really cool if we did. Yeah. But I don't want to sound desperate. Whatever. If you want. Like, <laughs> if you want to send us an email. Uh, yeah, Barr, crazy. Yeah, my story is also about Barr. One of them was going to be the... You actually, you covered them both. Those were both... I had two Barr ones, and that was it. You said both of them. Oh, sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, I should have looked over your points better. (laughs) It's weird. Because he was like a big... Like, he used Trump to push the limits of the executive power. Because he's... We've talked about on the show before, he was a big unitary executive guy. I know he's been attorney general before. He was attorney general under Bush one. Oh no, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, he was. He doesn't look and old enough to be the. He must have been a young attorney general back then. I think he was, but yeah, he was attorney general under Bush one. And when he was first picked, he was talked about as this middle of the road, reasonable, like he was going to be the adult in the White House. But he's always been big on the unitary executive theory. He's always wanted to see how much power, you know, that we can actually put in the hands of the president. And he used Trump a lot to to push that and support Trump. 
in those uh, aims of of turning essentially the president into a dictator. And for a party and a country that was founded on okay, well, a country founded on the oh, there are the dogs uh, rejection of monarchy and the party that describes itself, you know, the party of freedom, the party of individual choice, blah, 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 blah. They sure do like to wield power and really, like, bring it straight to the top. Yeah, it is, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, they do. And, and it is interesting that the, I think not just Barr, I think I think all the senators, I think so many people use Trump to push their own agendas through that, because he was their shield, because nobody noticed what anybody yeah. else was doing for the last four years. Yeah, it's weird. So I and then I don't know why Barr is now turning on Trump. Yeah, uh, to save his own skin. He's not going to be the attorney general. No, he's not. He doesn't have a future. He's old. He doesn't have a future in politics anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't understand it either. Like I said, it's 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 strange. It's very strange. Goes to Christmas future. <laughs> Something. I'm trying to tell you something about my life. All right, closer to fine. Uh, two sort of opposite ends of the spectrum for me here. First one, there's been a new scientific study that claims bones found in 1940 on the Pacific island of Nikumaroro or something like that, ish, belonged to Amelia Earhart. Uh, back in the day, they decided that those bones belonged to a man, uh, but they have recently revisited that, and they think that they don't now. They think they were Amelia Earhart's. Uh, now that they have more, more sophisticated equipment, they can do more testing. And she... Uh, yeah, they think she died as a castaway on, on that island after her plane crashed. Well, that was the most obvious ending they could have picked for that story. Like, come on, man. Give us some aliens. Jeez. Yeah. Yep. That's. I mean, like, woohoo, we found Amelia Earhart. That's one. But they found know, her in 1940. They found her. She was 80, right under our nose the whole they, time. They found her 80 years ago. <laughs> They're just like, nope, this was a man. Uh, it's like that scene in Austin Powers. That's a man, baby, but it's actually his mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, no, I mean, that's cool. That is cool. That's undeniably cool. It's a 80-year-old mystery it's solved. Still, the it, answer well, it's right still just a nose. It's still just a claim. Oh, I'm sure they're right. I don't know. They probably don't have original Earhart DNA to compare it to. Yeah, but like, didn't I saw something in the article that said the only person in the world this could possibly be is Amelia Earhart? Yeah, so, that's what they said. But well, I believe them. Yeah, but it's they didn't present it as a fact. They said it claimed, or at least the article said it claimed. Maybe they maybe the maybe the discoverers think it's a fact, but the article wrote it like it's a claim. So yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think they're probably right. I think they're probably right too. It makes a lot more sense. Than, than aliens. Any oh, other really explanation. Aliens, well, they're on Mars. Yeah. They've been in touch with the U.S. and Israel for There's years. There's an episode of Star Trek Voyager where they find. So they're telling me that's wrong? I'm guessing that's wrong. That's just fiction on Star Trek? Sadly. Ah, oh, it sucks. Uh, no, that's neat. The, uh. the other one that I have here, a little tidbit, 
is there's a there's a video uh i think i saw it on facebook first but i'm not sure where a guy does some uh product comparison testing Mm. where he tests uh it's for dog bowls like dog food bowls where he tests a a yeti dog bowl that costs 45 dollars versus a tupperware (laughs) from his (laughs) from his from his cupboard and it's pretty funny video it's worth going to watch if you haven't seen it so i'm sure if you just google yeti versus tupperware it'll come up because either that or a really wild video of like an abominable snowman (laughs) duking it out with a ziploc yeah it's pretty funny it's worth watching i think (laughs) yeah that's all i got i don't got nothing all right (laughs) and now the end is near so parting thoughts and this is just i don't know what to make of this so i want to preface this by saying i don't know if this is still what happens because i learned about it this weekend i I was visiting a friend and she showed me a video she took uh, when she was traveling early last year and she was in germany and she was taking uh lufthansa or whatever the german airline is lufthansa lufthansa and they were doing the the video of you know all the safety procedures with the uh you know don't please mind the no smoking sign or blah 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 you know Anyway, so for the no smoking, and it was it wasn't um, it wasn't the demonstration. It was more modern. And, you know, on the modern planes, they have a video that they just show you, so the flight attendants can just like have a little break. And so for the no smoking section, the way they demonstrated it is they had this German man dressed up sitting, and then sitting beside him was an indigenous man dressed in the most stereotypical indigenous outfit you can think of with like a huge with like a headdress and like the the braids and like the the tan leather suit with the tassels and the colorful embroidery things like that and he pulls out this huge long pipe and he goes to light it and start smoking it and the german man looks over like and talks to the flight attendant like puts over and then the flight attendant's like no you can't smoke that pipe here and then the, the indigenous man's like oh <laughs> oops and stores his big like two meter long pipe underneath the chair in front of him and I was shocked it's funny like, it's funny but it's also racist uh, yeah maybe a little but it's still funny <laughs> I think it is racist. It it makes this assumption about indigenous people. He's in a racially stereotypical outfit. He's like, and also, why why is Germany using indigenous people? They don't have indigenous people. Well, they must. No, somebody was in Germany first. Yeah. Okay. Yes, they have, but they don't have like like this is a North American indigenous person. Why is Germany using the North? And how did, stereo, how did like that a person caricature? get a how did that person get a two meter pipe on a plane? There's <laughs> no way they're going to let you get that through security. I was just flabbergasted that that was a real thing, that 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 existed. I've flown Lufthansa. I don't remember seeing that. Now I tend to tune those videos out. Yeah, me too. Who the hell cares? But. <laughs> But I feel like I wanna, that might have caught my eye, but I, I want to edit maybe something. Not. If it's your first time flying, pay attention to the video. It's important. We are two people who have flown many, many times. I know what to do. I assume you know what to do. I just use the time to read. I get really annoyed in the middle of watching something I just, and they interrupt it's a, it. It's it's a it's a CYA video. A what? Cover your ass video. Oh yeah. It's useless. If you crash, 
you're probably not going to have to do any of those things. Yeah, that's also true. So, to, to me, I, I never watch the video. <laughs> well, you might you might have a, a, a if if you're uh, if you if you are able to get out of the plane, this they'll tell you what to do. Yeah, I think I think the mask thing is important. The mask that uh, is the one probably important thing. You Put could, it on yourself before the person you're traveling with. Yeah, and as long as you know how to do that, and you know, like the bag might not. Inflate. I feel like it's like almost self self explanatory. If a, something drops in front of you that has a, <laughs> a round piece and a band, there's pretty much only one way to put that on. Yeah. Yeah, because the, you could have like a, a pressure issue that might not cause you to crash. Yeah, absolutely. So like yeah. that's probably the part. The and you know yeah, keep your seatbelt on during turbulence. Yeah, that's I just keep my seatbelt on all the time. Yes, but that's an important thing that they cover in the video. Like keep it on, and and if the sign's on, definitely keep it on. But but you're right. Other than that, they're talking about the the life vest and the people like calmly reaching under their seat and the perfectly yeah. put together yeah. airplane to put on their life vest. Yeah. And I'm like if. I'm needing to put on the light vest. The plane isn't going to be spotless. <laughs> and if we make some sort of crash landing on the ocean and we survive, I feel like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out the light vest. Yeah. It is. It is. You're right. It's a CYA video. But that, I think, I think that, I, I mean, maybe they were just trying to have a bit of a sense of humor. The Germans are a funny lot. <laughs> maybe. Oh, Yes. That's what I've They're always known. thought. They're known. <laughs> known for their known sense, for of, the humor. sense of humor. <laughs> World War II is just a joke that went too far. <laughs> just, just went a bit too far. <laughs> the, you know, Angela Merkel, you see that woman and you think humor. Yeah, she's, she, she, I think she used to do stand-up. She's a real cutter. I think she used to do improv. <laughs> and the other thing is, this weekend, uh, my friend introduced me to the TV show I Love Lucy, which I just wanted to talk about, because I think it's great. It's hilarious. Lucille Ball's brilliant. Yeah, I can't imagine it. It it uh, sort of sort of falls in line with with uh, modern sensibilities. Yeah. Well, you know, I was shocked. Um, I didn't. Uh, I, I I only saw a few select episodes, but it was it was pretty good. Like like they didn't say anything that was too shocking to me. And I mean, like one of the leads, uh, Lucy's husband is Cuban. Desi Arnaz. Yeah, Cuban. He's, he's Cuban, and they they never make any uh, racial jokes. They only uh, only occasionally, and 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 Lucio Ball and Desi Arnaz were married in real life. So occasionally, Lucio Ball makes a joke about his accent um, and his broken English, which might not fly today. But it, I mean, it seems like yeah, I mean, that's fine if you can make an Indian smoking a pipe on an airplane joke. I don't think you should be able to though but that's beside the point and you know uh i was uh, like um lucille ball spends a lot of time wearing pants which kind of surprised me they uh i never heard a racist joke i i there was a few jokes that kind of were like borderline sexist but um uh I, i read a little bit about it and it was actually you know lucille ball as much as she could be in the time was kind of a a trailblazer in being involved in the creation of the show yeah, so I mean, was, she was really the comedian out of, yeah. the, out of the group. Yeah, absolutely. And there was. Although I think uh, the I think the woman that played Ethel was relatively famous actress as well. Vivian Vance. Yeah. Great name, Vivian Vance. Lovely alliteration. Um, but no, I, I I thought it was all pretty good from what I saw, and I saw quite a few episodes. Not all of them, obviously, but I, I thought it felt like it, it felt a lot like a modern sitcom to me. It was just like antics. 
And Lucille Ball, there's something about Lucille Ball that is just like makes me want to see more of her. Yeah, she definitely has sort of a uh, like very physical comedy, like Chevy Chase or something. Yeah, oh, it was brilliant. It was brilliant physical comedy. I couldn't get over it. like her and her comedic timing in general was was just just fantastic. I want to see the rest of it. I want to see it all. Yeah. Did you watch the episode with the chocolates? Yes. Yeah. We watched we watched probably That's the, a classic. Yeah, we watched the most famous ones. I also m- one of my favorites was uh uh they were flying back from Europe and she smuggled the cheese onto the plane and pretended it was a baby. <laughs> um and then afterwards she gets uh pulled over by customs because she she hides the cheese another way because she she's trying to smuggle it on because she heard babies fly for free because uh Desi was not willing to pay for the 22 pounds of cheese um so she pretended it was a baby but then she heard international flights they charge 10 percent of the regular fare um and any charge she was gonna get in trouble so she tries to hide it and she goes back to her seat and the woman who was sitting behind her freaks out she's like what did you do with her baby and lucy's like i never had a baby she's like i saw your baby so she gets pulled over by u.s customs at the end and they have this whole debate it was just is really funny it's a really funny show we mostly in the black and white era it was all it's all black and white i thought they did some color at the end maybe i'm wrong i i my understanding is that it's all black maybe and white, they got colorized maybe they did do they did colorize a few episodes i heard but what we were watching was all black and white mm. um but you know it, it really doesn't matter if, if it's a good enough no TV. no it's better yeah it's, it's just, it, i wish they'd left i think the ones that look the ones in color look weird the ones <laughs> that they colorize yeah it's uh i i think it i mean it works perfectly well in black and white i didn't even think about it yeah it's it's a good show i was a little bit partial to carol burnett but well i you know different show different show and, and lucille ball kind I'm of surprised you can watch it you, you other shows you say you burnett. can't watch laugh track shows i didn't i barely noticed it i i know i have said that before it surprised me but i it was just so good i barely noticed the laugh track um, I always notice the laugh track. But, uh, no, Lucille Ball was kind of, like, paved the way for Carol Burnett to have her own show by how involved Lucille Ball was mm. in that show. And I heard that Carol Burnett and Lucille Ball were very good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Both very funny women. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I uh, I guess it's, it's it will be our, our last show before Christmas. So, again, once again, I think I said it at the beginning, but I'll say it again. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. I hope you were good. Hope Santa is is good to all of you. You know, although it will be, if you're in Ontario, it'll be a couple of weeks of lockdown after Christmas. I guess over New Year's will be locked down as well. But let's 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 try to make sure it ends on the 28th. So let's just do our best to lock down. I, I know families are going to get over get together over Christmas. I get that. But but let's you know keep it to just as minimum as we can mm-hmm. so that in 27 28 days from now or from the 26th we can we can maybe get back to normal or some semblance of normal before we all get vaccinated uh you know sometime in september absolutely all right well thanks for tuning in and we will talk at you again next week